0: what's going on everybody welcome to episode four of the all things reconsidered podcast i'm brandon and i'm joey and we are here to help you rebuild your faith and to tell you that we're not experts, I know I think we've said it every episode, but it's just still as a true. general reminder, that has not still true. true.
1: <laughs> we have not become experts since last week.
0: So, Joey, anything exciting happened this week?
1: Uh, yeah, actually. Um, I had my brother and his girlfriend come visit us. Very nice. We, very had, nice. A, we had a great time. Uh, it's interesting because my brother obviously has the same upbringing that I do. Okay. And so he's gone through a lot of the same sort of deconstruction. Sure. And uh, we're not, you know, we ended up um, believing a little bit differently, but we have a lot of similarities in that way. Right. And it's just a, a reminder to me of really why we're doing this.
0: Sure. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, because uh, a lot of people are, are realizing that there are some things that they've been taught that just doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: And there there's some things that Christianity doesn't have, well, I should say evangelicalism doesn't right. have very strong answers for. And it leads to people deconstructing. Yeah. And uh, that's a, you know, I'm not here to say anyone's deconstruction is right or wrong or that you have to do it just like us. Right. But it's.
0: And I think it's that's an here. important thing to bring up, especially, you know, we're a couple episodes in now. People, I hope, have heard where we're coming from and why hope we're so. doing this whole thing. Yeah. But we are not doing this because we hate the church in any way. No. no. We both, we're both active members of our local church, we love the church. We just believe that we can be doing church better. Yes. Because it's an important part of, you know, God's plan for renewing the world. And there are certain things about evangelical culture that are just gross and wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And people are leaving the church because of it. Yeah. And we're trying to help wrangle those people back in and say, hey, that's not the only way.
1: That's not, we're not representing. Uh, Jesus well sometimes, right. and sometimes we're not even honoring the Bible. Now some fundamentalists point to me being like not a creationist and say that I'm changing the Bible or I'm not honoring the Bible. I totally disagree. Yeah. I think that by by you approaching the biblical text and assuming it's supposed to say something it doesn't and assuming it's literal, assuming that it reads just like in your framework. Right. That's dishonoring the Bible. Yeah. I'm just trying to read it as the author's intended, which in some cases is not literal.
0: Sure. It's so funny how people say, you know, you're reading what you want into the Bible Mm. as if everybody isn't doing that every single time they read the Bible. Oh, absolutely. And then the other side of
1: this deconstruction is because of social issues. Yeah. We are supposed to be standing for justice and, and walking in humility and unfortunately, so much of what we see in evangelical culture is not doing that at
0: all. Right, which is something that we touched on last week.
1: Yes, but there is something different this time that I wanted to talk. We're oh, not just going to reiterate everything from nope. last
0: week. I say we, are, we got a couple <laughs> things that Joey touched on a little bit in that yes. little intro there that we're going to talk about. But first, Joey's got a little segment for us today.
1: I do. This is a new segment. I hope you enjoy it. This is called Prophetic Art Appraisal. We will be looking at some of the finest pieces of prophetic art, and we will be uh, offering our critique, our analysis, and see if we can communicate uh, what the artist is intending. Yeah, and, absolutely. And see if we can connect with, with the artist's vision.
0: Let me, uh, let me, let me get prepared. There you go. Now that I look more pretentious, yes. I feel like I can yes. appraise this. We really should have wine glasses on Oh man, It'll but so um uh, we're
1: already called heretics as it is, so finger out what we'll <laughs> appraises. <it. laughs> so the prophetic art scene had had its moment during the Trump years. Yes it did. Now do understand that we both, as prophetic art appraisals, we are we are somewhat of art aficionados. Absolutely. We also know pretty well the prophetic scene. Yeah. And Brandon and I do legitimately believe in prophecy. We believe in the
0: prophetic gifts. I believe that prophetic is one of the most important things for the church. Yes. 100%. But what we're
1: about to look at does not constitute as prophetic, and it barely constitutes its art. Yeah.
0: It's bad. So let's go ahead and get started. Now, as a little disclaimer... I believe that, you know, prophetic art can definitely be a thing. Sure. This kind of misses that bark well that's because most of this has
1: one general theme the art oh gonna, i've not seen this
0: art yet so the,
1: the art that we're gonna look at today
0: i'm coming into it with fresh eyes for the appraisal the
1: art that we're looking at today is in the general theme and the theme is trump is good I... <laughs> not just good he's uh basically jesus so here's I... the first one i want to get your initial uh thoughts okay. on this right here oh. <laughs> <laughs> So what we have in this wonderful piece is we see... First your eye is immediately directed to the chest yeah. of Donald Trump. Yeah. He's ripping aside his business attire right, right. to show underneath the hero
0: that he is. Absolutely. Uh, with I'm digging the Superman feel. Yeah. yeah. Did they give him abs. They did give they him abs. Did, which is very oh unrealistic. Oh my God. But
1: and it's funny because like he still has his neck fat, but then Right. <laughs> right. But let me give him abs. Um notice the uh, Americana. Yes, the, yeah, the, with the, the flag
0: in the background with yes, the uh, golden T. So after seeing this... That like, looks... Sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to interrupt. It's okay. You
1: know, you, it you have looks a lot like of they right now, sure.
0: straight up lifted the T from the History Channel logo yeah, and put it does. on his chest. It kind of does. Maybe that's what the
1: artist was trying to communicate, that he's returning us to a historic time Oh my god, of racism and slavery. I don't know. Oh anyway, god. so uh, in the background, we then see the the White House a flag and a wrecking ball. Yeah. There's a wrecking ball yeah, I'm next a to the confused white by house. That one. Yes, I'm not exactly uh in the sure. skinny, the city skyline. I'm trying yeah. yeah, I don't know if that like what's Not even DC. No, I don't think so. Maybe it's New York. I'm not Probably. sure. Probably. So, I'm thinking the flag is protecting the white house but a wrecking balls about to destroy it but luckily super but trump
0: is going to stop it is that what we're going with i think so by returning america back to its historic values
1: yes i think that is what this prophet is trying
0: to say all right next piece yes next piece. well well
1: first would you like to appraise oh, it what's the oh, rating uh, that you would want a to
0: a solid appraisal i mean beautiful crisp lines in the flag <laughs> i mean the starry night in the background juxtaposed by the sunrise yeah this... <laughs> If,
1: no. maybe that maybe that's not the sun maybe that is trump himself the the that's possible. the eminence the the beauty of the trump messiah
0: this i mean this piece it it earns a solid 8 out of 10, eight there out are of 10. a couple things you know you're kind of missing that the feel yeah. Of the artist. It is very photorealistic. I get that. Because I, would, I think it's just photoshopped. I I, I understand. Well, but prophetic photoshopping is still prophetic. Prophetic
1: art. photoshopping is one of the gifts that, that Paul lays out. Fair. Now, I would have to screen give it a four uh, because that's the only amount of years that Trump had in office. But moving <laughs> on, <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and look at this one. So, this artist who I'm going to blur out the name because his name is on the pictures. I'm, okay. I'm going to yep. blur it out, give him some privacy Absolutely. at least, because we're not here to attack an individual. But but anyway, this artist, uh, who shall rena- remain nameless, he doesn't just work with heroic scenes. Mm. We also have the enemies shown. Oh, like in this one right here.
0: Oh, are they in light bulbs?
1: Yes, they are. They are in light bulbs, and there they are. There's vipers. Red vipers coming behind them. We see Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Nancy Pelosi back here. You Is see that AOC? that's AOC, yeah. and of course hillary the antichrist Correct. as the leader uh we see that they're in light bulbs
0: um light is simply doing what light does
1: so light is exposing that they are actually vipers i think is what it's trying to say
0: um then why are they the light bulb though
1: I I don't and, and why is Hillary's
0: hand the light bulb?
1: Is that her hand?
0: I don't know, but it looks like it's her hand.
1: And, and why why are these other three women? Why are their light bulbs off? Right. I thought light was exposing. I I'm not yeah. really entirely sure what we're getting at here, but um, I just like to I just like to imagine that this this artist is googling like Elizabeth Warren worst pictures sure. or like Nancy Pelosi right. ugly <laughs> right. like just to find like really uh, badly timed photos of these yeah. people. It's um, pretty fine.
0: My professional appraisal of this one would be a 2 out of 10. 2 out of 10. It is conveying a message. However, it is not clearly conveying not a message. Not at all. I, I'm, at all.
1: I'm very confused. Like, what is
0: this going
1: across Hillary's chin area? These little, like, white things? Are those more light bulbs? More light bulbs,
0: I think. Yeah, yeah, because I think I – oh, yeah, yeah. See the, uh, the yeah, pattern? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it? she's yep. not
1: even, like, fully pl- put over that photo. Correct. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know anything about Photoshop, but I feel like I could do better than this. Yeah. So, I would have to agree with you. I'd give it uh two out of ten. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh light is simply doing what light does.
0: Light's doing what light does. So light, <laughs>
1: light do what it do. It, exactly. What do you think? Should we do one more or should uh, we call that? I
0: love the idea of one more. Let's let's see one more. Okay, one more, one, one more, more
1: from the same artist because he never quits. Uh how about we do this one? Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> So in this in this piece, I feel like the artist was trying to convey um, the manly uh, spirit, correct, of the Trump Messiah. Sure, because um, we have not only Trump himself standing in a very strong posture, right, hand over the heart, right, but we have this. War-torn, battle-scarred angel. Look at that scar. That scar is dope. Yeah, I mean, if I saw that on anyone else, it's usually something that you'd expect on like a
0: bad guy like, character. Yeah, like a villain in a video game.
1: But and <laughs> I also love the use of the American flag superimposed yes. over slowly,
0: the... <laughs> like transitioning from the wing into the flag. Oh man, it's gorgeous. So
1: clearly, I think what he's trying to say is that the angelic spirit of America yeah. is protecting Trump from these fiery arrows. Yeah.
0: So I like to think that this is the spiritual protection of the religious right. Yes. Protecting him from the demonic attacks of right. the liberal left.
1: The demonic attacks of, you know, you the pay. The fiery arrows. Yeah, the fiery arrows. Like, right. why did you pay this lady for sex? Yeah. And, you know, why did you say racist things? Right. You know, demonic attacks like that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that makes <sense. laughs> Yeah. Makes
0: sense. Uh, so. Oh, oh, man. My brain. It... So if you're looking at the image. Uh-huh. The flag is on the right. Yes, and the attacks are coming from the left.
1: That's that's the My work God. of sheer brilliance here, because as we all know, it's beautiful. it really is. It's beautiful. As we all know, uh, the left is. A demonic entity. Right. Itself. The left is death itself. Unfortunately, when Jesus defeated death, hell, and the grave, he left out defeating the left. Yeah. I don't know why. Death,
0: hell, and the grave. And he could not could've... the left. Well, he, he could have done that too. He could have done why... the left at the same time. Missed opportunity. I, I think I think he was leaving it up to us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because he even He knew <laughs> he even... that Trump would come one day to do it for him. Jesus says, These things in greater you shall do in my name. Exactly. So Jesus defeated death, hell, and the grave. Yes. But us defeating the left will be greater.
1: Exactly. That is the greater things
0: that we will do. The greater things we will do.
1: Well, I I, I would give this one a 10 out of 10. Absolutely. There's no other way that we can...
0: There's no other way to grade it. It's just... There's no other way we can appraise it. Any appraisal lower than that is a a crime. It is. It's a crime.
1: It it would be just another flaming arrow.
0: Yeah. Another flaming arrow striking... That angel protecting him. Exactly. That exactly. battle-torn angel. Yes. With that awesome scar. That scar yes. is so dope.
1: It really is. It really is. I, I really I really dig it. I can dig the armor. I anyway, think. do you think that that's before or after Donald Trump maced a crowd of peaceful people just to take a photo up?
0: I'd imagine uh, after, because he was attacked a lot after that. Yeah, exactly. So but he, he had to be protected. So he
1: probably some. just did that, and now the angels come to protect him. Right. Yeah, because right. they,
0: they, they liked that. Correct.
1: <laughs> Okay, Okay. sorry. Hope... As you
0: can tell, there's a little bit of sarcasm in there. I
1: hope they can tell that I'm being sarcastic.
0: Um, <laughs> but we are going to move on. <laughs>
1: that was prophetic art appraisal. Let us know if that was funny or stupid. And yeah, depending we will on...
0: not do it again if you guys don't like it. <laughs> we got to try some new we're things. here to cater free to you. Yes. I mean, if we're going to be the Antichrist, might as well lean in. Might it. as well lean it. in. Might on. as well. I mean, all it takes is to not be a Trump supporter. Yeah, exactly. So, that kind of moves us into our next... Uh, Next topic, Joey kind of touched on it a little bit. Yeah. I think um, we kind of flow pretty naturally from there into Christian nationalism.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, the whole thing was just pure Christian <laughs> Yeah, that's all it was.
0: Yeah. That's all it was. There was nothing scriptural about those images. There was nothing prophetic about those images. It was all just trying to say that Donald Trump is God's choice for America.
1: Could you explain for a bit, like, where you stand on prophetic community? Like, like I know... But I want you to, to explain for people sure. watching. You do believe in the gifts of the Spirit. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. But you would not get into this prophetic scene that was declaring Trump would win. Right. Can you, you explain the difference?
0: Yeah, so um, to me and to the Bible, I believe, especially Paul and the New Testament writers, the prophetic is not about telling the future. Um, any prophets in the Old Testament that tried telling the future – we're actually stoned as false prophets right that's fortune telling that's you know seeing that's all the things that we you know we cast stones at people for you know like when you're driving down the road and you have the palm readers and whatnot right that's all that style of prophetic prophetic movement is mm-hmm. that's that's the exact same thing is trying to tell the future with sorry, sorry. yeah go ahead correct biblical mm-hmm. prophetic is the edification of the saints. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. And so that is what I believe that we're supposed to walk in. Yes. In the prophetic. In you know, in prophetic worship, in prophetic art, if that is the way that you, you know, you manifest that, mm-hmm. you know, in prophetic words, you know, giving people prophetic words. The whole reading people's mail is a sick manipulation of the prophetic. That is not at all what it is. Yeah, I totally agree. It's a gross thing. God is not a gossip. And God will not tell you somebody else's issues to expose them in front of a crowd. God is not yes, a gossip. exactly.
1: A couple of things like you did mention that you don't believe it's a future telling, and right, I agree. No. The, but there are some instances in the New Testament. I can think of one off the top of my head um, where there is an element of of telling what's coming. Sure, sure but sure. even in that, it's with the caveat that it is meant to edify the church, right? Not right. just to give you an idea of who's going to win the Super Bowl. I've yeah. seen prophecies about who's going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, but the only thing I, that comes to mind right now is a prophecy of the future in the new Testament. Well, I guess some would say the entirety of revelation is kind of that. Sure. But also I'm thinking of acts when Agabus warns Paul that he's going to get um, arrested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is to, that was again to edify him. It wasn't
0: right. It wasn't like, it wasn't trying to superimpose someone's will onto the outcome of something.
1: You know what a fancy word is for that of, of trying to impose your will on someone else. Some might call that witchcraft. Hmm. And hmm. I think honestly a lot of our prayers are more like witchcraft. Oh absolutely when we are praying for God to twist someone's arm and to force them to do what you want them to do, yep. you are not praying
0: in Jesus' name. You may close You're your being prayer more of a witch than Hermione Granger herself.
1: Yes, exactly uh and for our fundies who've never read Harry Potter that's from Harry Potter that's Harry Potter <laughs> <laughs> but uh honestly it, you may close your prayer with the phrase in Jesus name but you are not actually praying no. in his name if you're trying to manipulate and twist people's arms
0: right which is which again leads us into Christian nationalism because i feel like the prophetic movement has a giant stain on itself it really does because of Christian nationalism and the amount of "quote unquote" prophets, dude, that it, were yes. prophesying Trump becoming president again, and then inevitably being wrong, yeah, and then doubling down on that belief.
1: I have had I've been paying attention to how these these prophets respond. So if if you don't know, uh, like Brandon was saying, in twenty twenty and in twenty nineteen, there was a floodgate opened of these Facebook prophets all claiming that Trump would win. I even had people who knew that I wasn't a Trump supporter reach out to me and say, shouldn't you support Trump since God's picked him, even if you don't
0: like him? I've heard it too.
1: And I've said, how do you know God picked him? I don't know if God does that. Right. And they say, well, all of these prophets, all of them agree that Trump is going to win. You really think all of them are wrong?
0: Yes, I do. And I
1: said, first of all, they have a 50-50 shot, basically.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right.
1: So they might be right I don't know. It you know, it wasn't November yet. Right. And I was like, second of all, even if they are right, I don't think that's what prophecy is. Correct. Prophecy is edification for the church. Correct. It is to edify, to encourage, to, to, to bring us up. It's not about, you know, picking your favorite, Political leader. Yeah. And and the problem with this is that, well, sometimes you end up being wrong and you're exposed as having your own biases that you're prophesying through. Yes. And now some people, the reactions to this being found out as false has been incredible because there's been a few who have apologized. Mm-hmm. And I've said, guys, I got it wrong. I was listening to voices that weren't the Lord. I was listening to the news and to my own bias and to my own echo chamber. Right. And I apologize. I'm going to take a break. Yeah. We've seen some even stop their ministry for a small time. Yeah. Uh, most, though, mm-hmm. have doubled and tripled down. Correct. Most, though, have just said, no, 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 I was never wrong. Right. Trump did win. It was, it was just stolen. stolen. Yep. Which, if you could see into the future... And see that Trump would win, you but should. that it would be stolen. Why didn't you why tell us that? that?
0: Yeah, why, why not just say something? It's
1: kind of an important detail to yeah. leave out in your prophecy. Yeah. The other thing I can't stand is when prophetic, uh, the prophetic people. Give these ultra vague ultra just yeah. meaningless, floaty language, like I saw oil dripping from the nightstand of the sky with the trumpet blast. Yeah, listen, if you could reach into heaven and pull us down something, could you bring us down something useful?
0: Yeah, yeah instead of no. instead of something meaningless, that'd be great. Like, like the whole and I love these, like the prophetic words going into the next year, like <laughs> to every single prophet, yeah, yeah every prophet that said 2020 is going to be the year of perfect vision <laughs> why did nobody mention covid yeah yeah hey, if you had perfect vision why did we not mention the pandemic that was going to hit literally the entire globe we could we couldn't out. like you couldn't see yeah. a worldwide pandemic missed that one <laughs> where's the perfect i'm sorry they no, were so focused. i digress, focused. It, I digress.
1: It, this is the point That they were, the prophetic community was so caught up in politics and in Donald Trump that perhaps legitimate prophets could have told us something useful. They could have encouraged us during a a global pandemic from a novel virus. They could have lifted us up. They could have been there to tell us we're going to get through this. God's going to see us through. There's going to be breakthrough. They could have helped us during the, the rioting. Yeah. During the racial tension, yeah. and said God is going to bring justice into our streets again. They could have prophesied into that, right? But they were so consumed with Christian nationalism yeah. that that's all they saw.
0: And it's so crazy too because you had people saying take up arms, yeah, because of this, because they weren't getting their ways. Essentially, what it boils down to, yeah, because we are now five months almost into uh, the Biden administration. And our church still hasn't closed down. Yeah. And we still have free speech, and we're still allowed to talk about God, which, if I remember right, they said within the first 40 days, we would lose all those things.
1: Dude, they were we have passed so many days when Trump was supposed to have locked up every Democrat Yeah, and take it back. I mean, first it was supposed to happen like on election. Then it right. was supposed to happen when – Oh okay, it's not an election. It's going to be when the states ratify the votes. Right. Oh, well, I mean when they recount the votes. Right. That's what I meant. Oh, no, no. I guess God actually meant when uh, the Supreme Court – or not Supreme Court. When the Senate counts the votes. Correct. Right. That's when it's going to happen. Yep. And every time, they just moved the goalpost. Right. No atoning, no no admitting that perhaps you got it wrong. Yeah. And look, it, there's okay. grace for you. The fact that people get it wrong is human. Right. Now, you should repent for having misled people. Absolutely. And you should repent for the fact that you're listening more to your political biases than you are to Jesus. Right. But we're not going to stone you. Right. Just, but instead they moved the goalpost.
0: And then, you know, we talk about... Rebelling against things and rebelling against the vote and rebelling against this and that and this and that we have made an idol out of donald trump yeah on the religious right that's what it boils down to we believe more in his ability to redeem america than we do god just doing what god does yeah we trust trump more than we trust jesus when we act like this exactly and nobody wants to admit that and that's what worries me about Christian nationalism is we are pointing people away from the God of the Bible and pointing people towards the God that we want. Exactly. And we've
1: created this ideal, this idea of what Jesus is, right? Which is this American Jesus. The Christian right thinks that it's making America more Christian. Right. But in reality, all it's done is make Christianity more American. Yeah. So now we have this off brand version of Christianity that is this Americanized state religion, essentially. Yeah. Where the flag of the United States is equal to the cross. Right. Where, where, <laughs> you know, where, where the Constitution is equal to the Bible. Yeah. And where American values are the exact same thing as Christian values. And, and so to be anti you know to to stand against something that America does I mean, if America did something that that I don't like and I speak out and say I don't actually like that decision right now I'm somehow anti-christian because right. the two are linked
0: and and what gets me is as a christian we should never comfortably find a home in either party exactly oh yeah i know people I'm watching s- this think that i'm just
1: a, a like a crazy liberal
0: <laughs> we speak a lot about the religious right it's because they're very loud about things yes however we also have to be careful of the religious left. Yeah. Because they are also falling into these same issues of making idols out of their policies.
1: Yeah, that, that's, not, that's not
0: wrong. But, but the know,
1: point is, we shouldn't be. We shouldn't be either.
0: Way. Yeah. You, you know, there are, there are definitely things on the right that, you know, Christians should stand for, you know, pro life, but actual pro life. Yeah. How about like, how about like how about the entirety from womb to tomb? Yeah. How
1: about pro life that actually uh, helps people who are living? Right. You know, policies that would help people beyond just after they're born.
0: Right. And so, but on the left as well, you know, policies that help people after they're born. We can never comfortably say that I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican. I'm a conservative. I'm a liberal. I'm left. I'm right. No, I am a Christian. Yeah. I want to be Christ-like.
1: Yeah, exactly. the The idea that we have to pick a side is just tribalism. Yeah, and, and the the sad thing is that some people get so consumed with american tribalism right that it's nothing more than an us versus them it separates us from our neighbors that jesus told us to love yep it, it pushes people away from our table that jesus told us to invite and include yep it is the opposite of being inclusive
0: on both sides on, bo- yeah, on, on both yeah both sides. Sides.
1: exactly that's why i'm saying we can't get into this tribalism right the we the left we...
0: has to stop demonizing the right and the right has to stop demonizing the left so we can actually come together as one church yeah and serve the people and serve others the way that Christ has called us to.
1: And there is room for diversity of thought and opinion. Sure. You can have political Unity opinions is not conforming. Exactly. Being of one mind and one accord as the Bible says, doesn't mean that we all perfectly agree on how we should spend our tax dollars right. or if there should be a tax at there all for my libertarian friends. It's okay to this listen- Right. <laughs> I'm not a libertarian. So. I am uh, no, that's that's another podcast for another time. We can oh, yeah. we can debate that all day long. Nope, not, not here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but moving on, the point is, it's okay to disagree. Exactly, if he's more libertarian, and I can't stand that. I can't force someone to be right, and it's so hate you. <laughs> and it's okay for us to disagree. We can we can. Uh, what am I trying to say? We don't have to be taking up arms and taking up a flag for every little political group or every little idea or denomination or right. thought we can just put down our arms and realize some difference of opinions. Okay. I really wish not just in politics, but man, I wish that fundamentalists would, would, uh, would get, grasp this. Yeah. About theology. Right. I can't tell you how many times I am yelled at or, or, or put down by more literalist or fundamentalist Christians because of a simple theological disagreement
0: yeah it's it's wild there Um, is
1: room for diversity of thought in the church yeah we don't have to agree on all theology one guy told me i was a heretic because i chose one atonement theory over another atonement theory now if you're not really deep into theology you might not even know what an atonement theory is and that's okay but i was told i wasn't a real christian because i held one over the other
0: yeah which honestly other church fathers did the same thing yes and it's like the idea that you know these things are set in stone this is the way that it is is not true that is such a false narrative that is pushed by so many christians that if you don't believe this then you don't you're not a real christian yeah the early church fathers disagreed on a lot of things absolutely that's why we have two separate you know two completely separate like streams of theology yeah there's western theology and there's eastern theology because people just could not agree
1: and and honestly that's okay i think um you know when i was In youth groups and and younger, um, a big movement going on in the church scenes for where I lived was to unite the body of Christ. That was just a big thing that the churches I was in was all about. And so they believed that when the church talks about being in one mind and one accord, that meant... Everybody has to agree and come together and put aside their differences. Yeah. The funny thing I noticed was what they really meant was that every other denomination has to start being like me. (laughs) One mind and one accord means all of you guys have to get your mind like mine. Right. It doesn't mean, you know, I make any
0: changes. Everybody was saying it about the other one. Exactly. Everyone was like, (laughs) okay, guys,
1: let's come together. Yes, we agree. Let's come together. Great. You guys change first. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, cool. You first.
1: Yeah. Uh, But I don't think one mind and one accord means we agree on everything little detail it means our heart is united right in, in, in being in bringing heaven to earth our and helping. one
0: mind is jesus is the savior of the world yes jesus is the only way to the father yes our one accord is we want to serve people the same way that jesus served people exactly and in doing How that, we accomplish it may look different yeah but as long as my mind is jesus came and died for my sins and was resurrected yeah. And he came to serve people yeah. and we're called to serve people. Yeah. As long as that is our one mind and one accord, we should be able to accomplish it however we see fit.
1: Exactly. I've been so moved recently by learning about Eastern Orthodox practices. And I was sharing some of these ideas with someone. I was telling them about Advent and I was telling them about Lent and I was, yeah. I was telling them about iconography that I really like and prayer candles and things that I was never into when sure. I was just an evangelical. And I was telling them how I feel so much more energized in my walk with God since I've discovered other traditions and other ideas. Right. And how I love it. And this person was not happy about this. They were not pleased because they saw all those things as religion and they they saw it all as evil. And I want to tell them like what's it to you if somebody feels more comfortable with a prayer candle or with a bethel album? Yeah. What's it to you if somebody feels more comfortable in a suit or in jeans or in a robe when yeah. they go to church?
0: It doesn't matter. It's, it's so funny, funny to me that you know, we have this whole it's not a religion, it's a relationship <sighs> thing. I hate that saying. Unless their relationship looks different than the next person, yeah, somebody's religion is somebody else's relationship, yeah, that's a good point. And somebody's relationship is somebody else's religion, yeah, so it's like, why don't we just stop judging what someone's relationship looks like and start looking inward at our heart as to why we feel the need to judge them in the first place? I
1: feel like someone might have said that in the Bible something about like a a, a log in your own eye before yes. you get a speck out of someone else's I don't know. some <sighs> someone someone's smart.
0: Uh, you know, we're probably making up. We we don't, we don't read the Bible according to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: you know, the Bible is literal, so some people out there have a literal log. That's
0: true. I've jammed not seen into a their eye socket. In people's eyes. No, it's it
1: must be Jesus. I've is, seen
0: literal specks in people's eyes. I've never seen a literal log in mine. Well, so I should be able to call anybody out that I want. <laughs> well,
1: I, I think that um, I think we nailed it. Um, we're
0: not doing that uh,
1: book. Um, uh
0: segment today so we will do a refresher though this month's book club is faith unraveled by rachel held evans last week joey did an awesome like quick recap of the book so go back and listen to it i can do another one if you want i'm really into that book joey's really into this (laughs) book we're not going to get into it go back and listen to last week's if you want to get the short story on it but real quick if you didn't listen to last week's uh episode we are doing a book club going forward so we're going to be doing a live stream at the end of may talking about the book faith unraveled by rachel held evans so make sure that you sign up to be one of our patrons so you have access to that live stream It's so yes. gonna be an awesome time we're gonna be talking about the book we're gonna be answering questions that you guys have yeah um, if it's stirred any questions in you about your own faith you know we'd love to talk about that So make sure you subscribe to our Patreon. And sorry, let
1: me just add you're about to close, but I just want to throw this in there. Yes. There are other cool things in the Patreon as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, For instance, um, for one of our tiers, the Millennial Rain tier, uh, you actually get to help us design our backdrop. Uh, Because right now, our backdrop is made up of random stuff from my office. Yes. And a lot of it has nothing to do with this show. Correct. Uh,
0: Like this Link statue.
1: I mean, people like Link statue. He gets a lot of comments on my TikTok, but it has nothing it has to nothing do. <laughs> with... I just I needed to put things on the shelf, so there's links. So if you would like to help us, you uh, our highest uh, patron. Uh, tier gets to actually send us something to put in the backdrop something that represents you and that, that way you're a part of our show yeah. um,
0: also other patron tier, tiers um, shout outs at the end of episodes you can um, join our
1: discord uh, just use...
0: about every tier has access to our discord channel yeah. me and Joey are trying to be in there consistently so we can answer questions just chat You know, get to know everybody that's watching the content
1: yeah also behind the scenes features yeah. um, so that's, that's going to be fun um, and also one other note if you're interested in what we were talking about today I highly recommend the book Jesus and John Wayne. yes it's called jesus and john wayne how white evangelicals fractured the hijacked the faith and fractured a nation i think that's what it's called yeah but anyway um, that, that's that's my plug
0: it'll probably be a topic of a book club in yes the future. yes for sure um but i if that is all for you joey i think are that all is all hearts and minds clear yeah i all. think so i think so but uh guys again thank you so much for joining us this week on the all things reconsidered podcast you know the drill like comment subscribe Tell a friend, share it with a friend. If you're not subscribed, click the button, ring the bell so you know when we post, and we can't wait to see you guys next week.
1: Yep. See you later, you heretics.